You know, many times we allow fear and being self-conscious to stop or hinder what God is trying to do through us when we minister. Well, today we're going to talk about how courage comes from confidence. Confidence comes from practice and practice is fueled by purpose so that you can minister consistently with confidence. Plus, we'll have an action item at the end of the show of how you can put this into practice because people are blessed when you are courageous. Here we go. Welcome to the Prophetic Worship Leader Podcast. The podcast that takes the uncertainty out of leading prophetic worship so you can flow with confidence. I'm Dean Mitchum, your host, and I'm so thankful that you've joined us today. Before we get started, I would love for you to subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. Thank you for being with us today. Plus, you can support us on Patreon as well. We have some very special benefits there for you to partake of as well. So today, we're going to talk about overcoming fear and being self-conscious about stepping out about leading worship and how that hinders you. But we want you to have the solution. Okay. And the solution is that courage comes from confidence. Confidence comes from practice and practice is fueled by purpose. Now, recently we just had a Wednesday night service where our youth group actually did the ministry. They did worship. They did the message. They did prayer time and declarations. And you could watch as they led worship. You could see that they were timid you could see that they were somewhat fearful, but they overcame. And they were driven by the teaching of our youth pastors and the overseers, but they had something inside of them that they wanted to overcome. And that purpose was alive and well in them. Now, you know, so let's talk about purpose and what kind of role it takes in fueling practice, because this is a ministry of skill and you need to be able to perform that skill. So practice comes uh, and brings to us the confidence to step out with courage. So Purpose fuels practice and clarity really helps you understand what's going on. I had an opportunity uh, several years back to go on a ski trip. We really enjoy skiing. So at my first time, oh, it was hilarious. Anyway, ski stories, right? No, not really. Just one quick thing. I'm about purpose and clarity. And so I'm really messing up and, and uh, trying to stop myself from going down the mountain and uh, the wrong way. But I kind of figured out and got it dawned on me that, hey, I'm going to go down this mountain. My job is to control how I go down that mountain. So it helped me <laughs> with clarity to realize you're going to go down this mountain. So you can either lean backwards and try to stop it or you can lean forward and control it. So that purpose and clarity brought it to me. You know, <clears throat> so purpose, you know, what's the purpose? The purpose was to enjoy that ski trip and learn the practice that it would take for I could really enjoy the ski trip. So likewise, when you get into practice, you need to have a purpose. Purpose helps you defeat being self-conscious about worrying why. What if people look at me? You know, of course, they're going to look at you. You're standing in front of somebody. They normally look at you when you're talking to them or they normally look at you when you're singing or when you're up platform. That's just part of it. So being self-conscious is moving out of self, be, you know, and moving into the purpose of what God has called you to do. And finding that purpose is key to fuel in practice. For example, the Bible says that for this reason was a son of man made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. So Jesus went through what he went through because of destroying the works of the devil and providing, you know, salvation for all of us through his blood, through his name. And so 
Even King David, when he went against Goliath long before he ever became king, he stood up and said, I'm going to fight Goliath so all may know that there is a God in Israel. So he had a purpose to face Goliath. He had a purpose that was driving him to courage all the way through. And even 2 Corinthians 3.18 tells us that transformation comes through the presence of God. We're being transformed in his same image. When we behold him is in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. So we have that purpose and expectation. So purpose, why would you get up and lead somebody in worship? Why would you get up and release a prophetic song? Why would you practice? Because people are transformed by the presence of the Lord. Because God has asked you to do this. Because it's not about you. You're not worried about yourself. You're going to use your gifts and stand up. I'll tell this story probably too many times, but in my Pentecostal years growing up, we would have singings at church and people would get up and want to sing, but they would always say, don't listen to how I sing, just listen to the words. And I'm thinking, you're going to sing. I got to not listen to you sing. And if you don't want me to listen to you sing, don't sing, just say the words. <laughs> but that was being quite self-conscious if you think about it. I'm going to get up here, but don't look at me. I'm going to sing, but don't listen. All right. Anyway, God helped us through all those times. So, the next point is practice. Now, recently, uh, we were doing a couple of songs back to back for a conference. And I wanted to, uh, uh, this is the first time we're going to do them back to back. So I wanted to make a transition that connected one song to the next. So basically, what we did is we said, okay, we're going to end this song, count, you know, two measures and modulate to the next key and then bring it in. So we were singing one of our own songs called Greatest of All. We were going into uh, Champion, and then, so they both were uh, a waltz feel, three-quarter, six-eight time feel. So they fit together, timing and tempo, all well together. Well, let me tell you, it, it took some practice for us to do that. All musicians had to shift together. We had to count. We had to practice that shift. And so what happened? We were not courageous until we put time into practice. But what was the purpose? The purpose was to allow this momentum to build in worship so that this next song coming up next would, in, you know, allow faith to come, allow worship to flow, allow uh, people to really see the champion that we were worshiping. He's the greatest of all. So my purpose drove me to my practice and my practice built the confidence so that in worship live, we had a courage to make the modulation and connect these two songs together. So again, purpose fuels practice, practice brings confidence and confidence allows you to have courage. So how can you practice? Practice is to know your song, you know, spend the time practicing. There's three things that happen when it comes to ministry. First is you have to develop your skill, whether it's singing or play an instrument so that you can then learn the songs so that once you learn the songs, you can truly minister by the Spirit. So you're not concentrating on how to play your instrument. You're not concentrating on the chord chart because you haven't learned the song. You have practiced your skill. You have learned the songs. And now you can flow by the Spirit. And many of you have not experienced what that feels like. You've been so tied to your chart. You've been so tied to that. that you need to break away from that. You need to learn a song. I mean, just think about it. Simplify, divide it into sections, verse, chorus, bridge. How many times am I going to do each? Learn the message of the song. What story is telling? Learn what should happen when you, you know, get to the end of that song. And, and take that point where you, you 
minister to the people through the Spirit by playing a song that you've rehearsed through a skill that you have developed. And so practice is what leads us to confidence. So confidence, all right? Um, once we practiced, we felt better about that transition. So we had confidence to move. Confidence, not in yourself, but in the work of what you've done. Confidence, trusting in God. Confidence, trusting in your practice. And confidence in clarity. I mean, how many of you realize when you get in the prophetic worship, it's not a free-for-all. What happens is you have prepared yourself to flow because you know God speaks to us or we speak and exhort and teach one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Spiritual songs are those unrehearsed. So I have a confidence to flow prophetically if I have prepared and practice for prophetic flow. So with that being said, purpose fuels practice and practice builds confidence and confidence gives us the courage to step out. So what is courage? Courage is the ability to act in the face of fear, doubt, and being self worried about self-conscious, being self-conscious. So courage is the ability to stand up there when you're afraid, the ability to stand up there when you uh, are thinking people are looking at you for the wrong reason. Believe me, they're not. They gather there to worship God. They're not thinking about you. They're looking to you for leadership. That's why we're called worship leaders. Okay. We're there to guide the experience and give them something they can participate in in corporate worship. So you had to remember, God is with me. Okay. So what if I mess up? So what? What if you do it right? That's a better thing. What would happen if you messed up? Think about that. What in the world would happen if you messed up? You would practice more. <laughs> you wouldn't die. Okay. But you don't set up to fail. You prepare so that you have the confidence to release your courage. So remember, courage comes from confidence. Confidence comes from practice. And practice is fueled by purpose. Now, I promised in the beginning that we would do an action item so that you can put this into practice. So one of the interesting things about practice is you do it by yourself then you do it with a group and you, and then you go live with it. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to lead a worship service by yourself. Pick three songs that'll have you flow in worship. Get with you and God and lead yourself in worship. Okay. Why? Because this is powerful. It allows you the safety of experimenting without everybody else experiencing the results of your mistakes. It allows you to build a confidence. Now, our congregation loves us and they want us to be a part of, you know, they want to be a part of what we're doing, even in our growth. So they're for us, but we're giving them more opportunities to experience worship if we practice well. Okay. So lead a worship service by yourself. And get beyond these things, especially if you're brand new in this. This really helps you. Now, the second part of this is to write a purpose line. For this purpose, I will lead worship. And write that down. I will lead worship because. Because what? Because God is worthy. Okay. Well, you can worship him because he's worthy. But why would you lead worship? Because God wants you to use your gifts to benefit others 
First Corinthians twelve seven says, for the manifestation of the spirit is given to everybody to profit everyone. So when God has given you a gift, whether by the spirit or naturally that you develop, it's for the purpose of others being blessed. So with that in mind, remember that courage comes from confidence. Confidence comes from practice and practice is fueled by purpose because people are blessed when you are courageous. Now, if you've never been deeply challenged to fulfill the call that God has for you in regards to leading worship and being creative, we have a coaching program that's available to you. It's called the Creative Worship Leaders Coaching Program. This is a six-month deep-level one-on-one coaching with me where I take you and I challenge you to eliminate your excuses, establish creative habits, and experience divine fulfillment of what is called, God has called you to do and called you to be. You can find that at movementwriters.com. You can see the link in the show notes. We'll have that available for you. And also, if you're just starting out with worship, I have a great little resource called Five Scriptures to Kickstart Your Prophetic Worship Journey. And this is available at DeanMitchum.com. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Prophetic Worship Leader Podcast, where we take the uncertainty out of leading prophetic worship so you can flow with confidence. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel, our podcast channels and uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and support us at Patreon. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.